Hello, Warriors. How you guys doing this evening? This is Latrice Carter, your hostess with the mostest. And tonight is July 9th. I cannot believe we are in July already. It's, it's already in the middle of summer, guys. And and uh, I one of my guests tonight is uh, Jay, Jay Bullington, who I love. And I know Hello. you do not want this summer to end, Jay. Come on now. No, I'm a teacher. I don't want this summer to ever end. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my other guest tonight is Crystal Wagner. And Crystal, you're a teacher too, aren't you? I sure am. Yeah. So, are you ready for this? I'm a English professor. No kidding! Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the summer to end, or do you want school to start back up? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I like. I don't mind teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of put her on a spot there. She had to, she had to say that. Was pretty trying. Yeah. This last year was rough. Yeah. 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 And, and Nathan Dillard is with us tonight too, y'all. Hey, hey Nathan. Hey, Nate. Yeah, I am not a teacher, so I'm looking forward to the fall because it means Halloween, pumpkin spice, oh, yeah. and Cowboys yeah. football. Cowboys yeah, football. I'm not a sports fan, but I'm a big Halloween fan, so yeah. I'm with yes, you. Halloween, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to all the uh, the haunted houses, the, the scary movies. Halloween kills. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yes. Well, it's funny though with sports because, like, literally the only sports I watch is Dallas Cowboys, and that's it. Like, I'm not a huge sports guy, but I love the Cowboys and I love watching the NFL games. But I don't even watch college football. Like, that's interesting. Now, you know what's weird with me? I, I, I come from a family of sports. Uh, people. Uh, my father, when he was alive, he played everything under the sun. Mm. My brother, it, he's another one. He can play anything under the sun and is very good at it. Uh, my other brother, he's you know um, pretty sports savvy too. But but on my Carter side of the family, it's re- the really sports fanatics, you know. But I myself am not a sports fanatic. But however, I love American Ninja Warrior. Oh my gosh! Every Monday night, I'm in the I'm in front of my That's TV saying, show. "Go, go, go!" <laughs> it's a fun show. It's easy to get caught up in that show. It really is. It, it okay, really. I, was, I, I love it. Good at sports. I'm the drummer, so. <laughs> I play trumpet. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was my dad was like football, baseball, basketball. He was like all sports, and I was like no sports. <laughs> but I play. I'm a musician and an artist, not an athlete. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's just as good in my opinion. That's yeah. just if not better. I love music. tonight to discuss yes. one of the best 80s movies ever. 
and, and you know, I always say that about every 80s movie because come on, it's the 80s. The 80s had so many good movies. You know, I, I, I they it did. It had so many but especially great movies. horror movies. But especially horror movies. I agree yeah. with that, Jay. Yeah. Yes. And tonight we are discussing Chopping Ball. Yeah. Yes. Which oh, was for, released. Your shopping cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> it was released right. on March 21st, 1986. Now, you, do you guys do know it had another name at first, right? Yeah, Killbots. Kill yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, that's how I know. That's what I know it as, actually. Whenever it came oh, on really? USA, it always came on as Killbots. All these aren't. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of bearing the lead, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they released it as Killbots first, and it bombed. Yeah, and it yeah, it did. And and matter of fact, I have that in my fun fact, so we'll be discussing that a little bit more yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a little later. But, but yeah. yeah, it did. It bombed at the at the um, um, the box office because of the it name. Did. Well, they think it was because of the name. Yeah. Yep. They thought it was because of the name. Well, you were the one who wanted it. I, I, I questioned it. I, was, I said, wait a minute. Nathan is not going to like this movie. Why did he pick this movie? Not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't great either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, so I said why did he pick this movie? But I, 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 I'm thinking in my head. I'm, I'm like, I know Nathan. This is not Nathan's type of scary movie. What the heck is he thinking? Right. <laughs> right, so I picked this movie though because I picked it up blindly at Texas Frightmare Weekend, and I had Barbara Crampton herself sign it. Yes, and I was going to bring that up. We actually covered this movie already. It's uh, uh, episode number um, episode number seventy four. We did this one, (laughs) and I'm not going to say I don't want to I don't want to say anything. If you want to see what Keith thought about it, listen to the episode. But Keith is kind of on the table about this one. He's like, "Uh, I thought he was going to love it, (laughs) and he did love it. Like I thought he was going to love it. Let's just put it that way. Uh Yeah. That's kind of how I'm at, I guess. Yeah, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Uh, I will admit, it is an acquired taste. It is. See, I I hear you all. Well, go ahead, Nate. Oh, I was just saying, it was fun. I mean, it wasn't quite as corny as I thought it would be or as B-movie-ish. Like, there were some cool effects shots and, like, the characters. One especially. (laughs) Yeah. One especially. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it, it was okay. Like, I've seen worse, and, you know, obviously I've seen a lot better, but it was, mm-hmm. it was it, it, it's definitely, you have to be in the mood for that type of movie, I would say. I agree, yeah. but 
Yeah. To me, it's so much fun. And the music, I just love the music. It's so 80s, poppy, yeah. you know, electronic so fun. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, well, let's hop on into the questions, shall we? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, my first question is, who is your favorite character? Now, okay. I know we didn't have many to choose from. We only had, like, what, four main characters. But, but uh, one you know, is usually always a favorite anyway. So, uh, Krista, who was your favorite character? I'm going to go with Linda. She was just probably the only likable character. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, and... The only one you didn't slap in the face and go, stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, she seemed more reasonable, and she was, like, the least... Uh, <laughs> Horny. <laughs> she, could actually, you know, she could actually think yes. and you know, yes. make, you know, make logical choices. That's <laughs> true. Everybody that had sex died. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that's true. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And Nathan, how about you? Who is your favorite character? I think I already know. <laughs> I mean, I would go, I can't remember all the names because I've only watched it once now, but, uh, you know, the nerd and the, the girl that didn't have sex, but they had yeah. met. Like, both of them, like, you wanted them to survive. Like, when, what was the guy's name again? Oh, uh, Ferdy. 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 Yeah. Well, anyways, when, when I, I thought he had died, like, literally in my mind, right. like, I was fairly invested in the movie at this point, and when I thought he died, I was like, no, they were supposed to have a family together. Right. <laughs> like, you the two of them, and you're like, they're perfect for each other. They're going to have babies, little 80s babies, and they're going to grow up to be me, and it's going to be wonderful. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, they were just so perfect together, and so, yeah, when, when you thought, like, he was X, just like all the others, you're like, no. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, it's only her now. But, yeah, I mean, like, the two of them were just, like, perfect for each other uh, based on, you know, the performances and everything. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I agree. And, Jay, how about you? Who is your favorite character, sir? Okay. My favorite character is Walter Paisley. Now, you're not going to recognize that name, but he was the custodian in the mall who got oh, electrocuted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Dick Miller, yeah. Dick Miller, yes. Because he played he Roger Paisley in like six different movies. They kept using that character name. He oh. played Roger Paisley in uh, The Howling and The Twilight Zone and Night of the Comet. They really? kept using that name over and over again because all the directors loved him. And, and I love Dick Miller. He's hilarious. Yes. So, yeah, he's my favorite character. So that's that's who my favorite is. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good one. Oh my gosh. Well, my favorite character is of course Allison. You know, I I, I love you know, Allison was kind of, she was kind of like Linda. Uh yeah. Krista, like in the fact where, you know, she wasn't bothered by having sex or anything yeah. like that. She just wanted to, you know, she wanted to meet other people. You know, because mm-hmm. Susie told her that she would. So she wanted to yes. meet other people and she wanted to, you know, yes, have fun. Babe, whatever. Is it? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, it is, babe. <laughs> that's my. That's actually one of my favorite quotes in this movie. <laughs> I love that. I love that's so cute. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So so yes, Allison is my favorite. Oh, and just to let the listeners know, we did have um, Matt Letts who was supposed to be on today, but he is off doing a drag queen show. But he did say that his <laughs> he did say that his June favorite Cleavage character, <laughs> yes, June Cleavage is at work. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, Matt Led said that his favorite character was Ferdy, and not mm-hmm. it was Ferdy, right? Okay, mm-hmm. yep. So that's the guy from uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Yes. Uh, no, not Ferdy. Ferdy is the oh, one oh. from uh, Karate Kid. That he was the one that plays Jimmy on Karate Kid so he's and Cobra Kai. Uh, Tony O'Dell played Ferdy. Oh, Tony O'Dell. Mm-hmm. Tony O'Dell played Ferdy. Uh, but I, but the guy who played um, Scott on Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, Krista, he played Rick. He was Linda's husband. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, who was your least favorite character? And Jay, we'll start with you on this one. Who was your least favorite character? My least favorite character is Leslie, uh, played by Susie Slater, the one who's like, yes. give me some cigarettes. <laughs> I need some well, cigarettes. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. <laughs> yes. She, and, and her and her weird daddy, her weird daddy scene where her daddy showed up and, and uh, it was just, yeah. I could have done without her, except, except for a scene later, which I'm talking about later. <laughs> <laughs> and Nathan, well, who is your least favorite character, sir? I don't know. Um, maybe like they put him in the credits, which is weird. But like that guy and the the older guy with the beard and the the girl that we're watching during the Killbot presentation at the mall. Oh yeah, like, yeah. The guy with the beard was making like really weird comments, and at one point he's like, he points to the killbox and he says, "I'm not sure about that middle one. It looks a little ethnic to me." Are you talking? You're talking about Paul Bartel? Yeah. And yeah, the one from Eating Raul. I was like, <laughs> why did they just make like this awkward racist joke for no reason? Yeah, that, that's they true. They totally added those characters at the last minute because Eating Raul was such a hit. And they were like, uh, if we put these two actors in, it'll like people recognize them. And so they kind of added those lines at the last minute. Um, it's really kind of weird that they're there, actually. Right. <laughs> they don't fit in this movie at all. Yeah, the line didn't age well. I guess other than... No, it did uh, not. Uh, the guy that was kind of the douchey guy that was with the girl with the gorgeous tits and all that, you know, that you were talking about that you don't like. They were kind of the two that were kind of like up right. and kind of douchey people. Yeah. You know, your typical like football star cheerleader couple. Yep. Like convictable, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. so dead on about that, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Krista, how about you? Who is your least favorite character? I have to go with Leslie too. She's very obnoxious, very right. self self centered, and I sorry, I just don't need to see your body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't care about your tits, okay? Yeah, yeah. We don't I don't care. mind seeing a body. I, I think all everybody. 
Melanie's body is awesome and beautiful. I just, she's using it in a way that is like, eh, you know. She didn't get the guy she wanted because she knew she could get it. Exactly. Exactly. He's like, well, of course, that's her character, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They were both using each other. Uh huh. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite character is Susie. Yay! I didn't like Susie. I didn't either. I, <laughs> let me tell you, sir. I I just told Susie's my. She's annoying. Look, She's always oh my gosh. She is so annoying. And if I was if I was Allison, she wouldn't have had to worry about the darn robots because if I was Allison, I would have killed her. Because how dare you you convince me to come to this party? You have me in this predicament right now, and you are whining and screaming, shut up. And yet, I have to admire that Barbara Crampton does such a good job at playing. Yes, she did. She really did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she did. She actually did, and and that's what that that's what that's was very very funny to me is because Barbara Crampton did do a really good job. She did a great job at playing a character it's that you're so not supposed funny. to be happy with, you know? It's so funny. Yeah, that's the reason the girls went back down into the mall and two of them got killed. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And why her um her boyfriend, her own boyfriend got killed. What, what yeah, was exactly. funny is that she was saying, oh, Greg needs me. But she was about as helpful as a, a, as a blind person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I was going to say she was about as helpful as a wart on a frog. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, there is something that I forgot to mention to you guys, and I forgot to mention it while Matt was on here. Um, I, I actually joined um, Kelly Maroney's group. Kelly Maroney actually has a group on Facebook. Oh yeah, I, I follow her also. And, yeah. and see, um, I I told her that we were going to do something mod today, and oh. I asked her if she would come on, and she said that she she would have, but she was booked today. So how sweet though, she's yes. a really nice person. Yes, she looks. Yeah, she seems very. Sweet. I, I see her all the time talking with fans and stuff, and she's a real sweetheart. Yeah, I I wish that she would have come to, or I wish they would have asked her. Uh, Texas Fight Bear Weekend. I wish she would have, you know, came to Texas, yeah. or you know, or that they would ask her, you know. But uh, but yeah, she was going to be on here, but she said that she would listen. I'm gonna put the, you know, I'm gonna put the link on, on the um, group page and everything. So she uh, says she's gonna listen. So Kelly Maroney, thank you for even considering doing this podcast you, with us. Yes, we we love We're you. Fans. Yes. So I'm totally a fan of hers, big time. Yes, but uh, I I just gosh, I wanted to take the time to to say that and yeah, uh, yes. Uh, but uh, but yes, yeah, Susie is my least favorite character. So, <laughs> uh, well, what is your favorite scene 
And Nathan, we'll start um, with you first for this one. What is your favorite scene on Chopping Mall? I was trying to think of that. I think it kind of goes hand in hand with my favorite quote. Because mm-hmm. it was the most absurd thing in the movie. Is when the, the dark the dark haired girl was like, yes. she was fussing. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, I'm, sorry. I'm just not used to getting chased around the mall in the middle of the night by killer yes. robots. Yes. What do you mean you're she, used to that? She pulls <laughs> that line off. Somehow she, I mean, think about how absurd that line is. She pulls it off. She actually, I mean, she actually pulls it off. You're like, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how would you be used to this? Show it, do it again in the credits. 
I know. At, at, at the end, when they when they're saying the actors' names, everybody else has got like this pretty photo of them, like smiling or looking good. And her her credit is her head exploding. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that is so cool. Yep. 
Um, of course, I love the musical, but but that's neither here nor there. I love the musical <laughs> so much. Oh my god! Uh, as a matter of fact, me and Matt, me and Matt, we discussed the original actually. If you guys want to go back and if we did it last January. Yeah, we, uh, um, me, Matt, um, and his friend. It was a friend of his, Raven Alexis. We all did it. Yep, uh, last January, last year, January. Such a fun oh, movie. Oh, is it this year? Such I a forget. fun movie. Yeah. But uh, Joe Bob Briggs just did it on on his show on uh, the last drive-in. They did they did it a little while back. Oh, really? Did they? Shop of Horrors, yeah. Oh man, see, I'm gonna have to get Shutter. I don't have Shutter right now. Oh, I highly recommend getting oh, Shutter. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> Me and Brian, we did have it for 30 days, but we decided uh, not to get it. But I, I think I'll get it. Maybe you know, maybe before October gets here, I'll get it. I don't know. I tell you, it's one of the channels that I. It's it's my one of my go to streaming channels. I mean, I'm constantly like, what's on Shutter? What's on Shutter? You know. So now, see, like, for me, yeah. it's Tubi. I love the streaming station Tubi. I, I love it. I, I'm very happy with Tubi. I'm very <laughs> happy with Tubi. Yeah, I, there's a lot of stuff on there that I didn't expect to find anywhere. Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. But um. Oh, okay. So what? Who? What is everybody's least favorite scene? And Nathan, I'm going to go to you first, first because I, I think your least favorite scene is going to be funny. So. <laughs> My least favorite scene. Yes, sir. Hmm. Um, trying to think at this point. <laughs> um, huh. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was. I don't know how I feel about the whole movie. So. Um, Yeah. You want to know what's funny? I, I I was gonna save this for my fun facts, but it was so funny. I didn't put it down uh, uh, as my fun fact, but I thought it was pretty funny that they thought that that it was a fun fact. <laughs> they wrote that um, uh, the guy who plays Mike, I forget his name right now, but they wrote that um, every scene he is in. He was chewing bubble gum. And I'm like, that's not a fun fact. That was annoying. That, that was so annoying to me that he was chewing gum yes, every time, single time. Yes. Yeah, oh my gosh. I wanted to, after Su after I slapped Susie, I wanted to slap the gum out of his mouth. Because <laughs> and I was like, what's wrong, Camel? Bitch, it's a cigarette. <laughs> You're all serious. None of them are good for you. Why are you bitching about this? <laughs> it's not like they're bad. If you're a smoker, camels are good. They're, if they're cigarettes, they're cigarettes. None of them are good for you. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the '90s, I mean, it really wasn't until the the early 2000s that campaigns really started. Effectively demonizing smoking. See, this is so, you know, no, so I'm like 80 years older than y'all are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Yeah, right, Krista. I remember back in the 60s when they banned cigarette commercials on television. It was a big deal. So, you know, back then it was like, no, cigarette smoking is bad for you. And then all of a sudden for a while it was like nobody talked about it. Right. There's no commercials that nobody's going to talk about. Now that's crazy. Yeah. It was, it was weird. They still had uh, cigarette ads and magazines. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When they were, before they were banned out of magazines and newspapers. Yes. Like, they used to do that in the 80s and 90s. And I grew up around it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we... Not as prolific as in the 60s where people were smoking indoors everywhere, but... Oh, God. Doctors were smoking in their offices. It was amazing. Right. <laughs> my God. I know that was before my time. <laughs> Times were different. You're telling me. <laughs> See, it's funny because, like, in the 90s, like, they would get paid, movie productions would get paid to show characters smoking. Oh, yeah. And nowadays, nowadays if you show smoking in a movie, they actually put it in the rating, like, this is PG-13 for they add, they add that smoking is, in, yes, included, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I cannot believe that. Oh my God! Well, back back in the fifties, I love Lucy. They they literally did you know Lucy and Desi did smoking commercials where oh these cigarettes are so relaxing and you know it's like they they promoted cigarette smoking is so relaxing and helpful. You know, (laughs) it's amazing. It is amazing what corporate money will do. Let's just say that. Yes, and that's the truth. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, Jay, what is your least favorite uh, scene in Talking Yeah, For some reason, I don't have a note about this. My least, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a least favorite scene in this movie, and I'm like, um, uh, I, I don't really have a least favorite scene. I, I really like this movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really fun. Um, there are scenes I like less than others, but I can't really pick one scene. I really honestly can't pick one scene that I'm like, oh, that scene just really, you know, annoys right. me. Right, yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. Okay, I, I will pick one. When uh, she's saying, go get me cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> when she forces him to go out to his death. Yeah, she did. She, did. she really did. She, did. she didn't know she was doing that, but still. Yeah, she did. She read the script. <laughs> the best, the best line ever. Oh, Krista! <laughs> she knew where he was going. <laughs> That's a good one, Krista. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, that's my least favorite scene. <laughs> all right, all right, Jay. Well, Krista, what is your least favorite scene?
cool mood for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say, Miss Latrice, that the movie, although it was all right, it was fun and everything, I needed some, like, real horror after, so after I watched that, I I immediately put on Hostel. Oh, (laughs) I knew you would. I thought, listen, I thought you were going to put on House of a Thousand Corpses after that because. Movies that were like short enough to do with the time I had left before the podcast started, and Hostel was like the perfect time. Oh. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, my least favorite scene is when the girls are in the air duct and Susie starts whining and crying. He needs I, me. I'm like, are you kidding he needs me? me? Yes, he needs me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but when you get down there, you're too busy screaming and stuff. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, I was done with Susie. I was done. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, now, uh, which death scene was the most brutal in your opinion? And I think we all can agree it was probably the head, <laughs> the head being blown off. But, 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 uh, or was it? Uh, Dave, we'll go to you. Was that the most brutal? Was that the most brutal to you? The head? Well, that was that was, that was sudden. Uh-huh. But to me, the brutal one was Susie being burned alive. Oh. Robert Crampton, and she gets lit on fire. That's to me the most brutal. Is that, I'm sorry, burning alive to me. Is oh like, yeah, uh, yeah, I no, I wouldn't worse. want that. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't want right. that for myself. Or my worst enemy. enemy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But the head exploding, I think you know, if if that happens to you, you're not going to be aware of much pain. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's going to be over pretty quick for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so I think the burning alive. What do y'all think? Uh, Nathan, how about you? What do you think? Yeah, I say the same thing because, like, with the head exploding, it's like, okay, your head exploded because of a laser from a robot, and it's just like you can't really relate to that. But with the no. person on fire, like, they actually lit a real person on fire, and yes. I was surprised at how long they let them burn. Like, right? it was a long burn, over and over, and this person yeah. was just roasting like the stunt person, and it was just brutal. Yeah, it was I a mean, long it was, burn. It was out of character for the movie because it was so graphically realistic as far as like someone just charring to them. I agree. And it doesn't crack you up in movies when people catch on fire that they don't do the first thing they teach us as kids to do when you catch on fire. They don't stop, drop, and roll. (laughs) None of them do it. Of course they don't do that because they want the burn to last as long as possible for the movie. I know. Right. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's like nobody thinks to do that. And we were taught to do that from like when we were four years old. Stop, drop, and roll. roll. (laughs) Yep. And Krista, how about you? Who was what's your uh, most brutal death? Yeah, I'll agree with Nathan on this because you know the other ones are a lot more unrealistic. But that one, that one's something that could really happen, like yep. you yeah. said. And so, and it just—it's such an extended scene, like was mentioned, and so it really amplifies the moment. It just stands out from every from all the other deaths. It's like it's yeah. just, the director wanted to dwell on it for a bit. It does. Um, it's frightening. And that's right in the moment, too, where the girls are, like, fighting for their lives and something. You know, they're taking action and finally getting somewhere, it seems. And then that happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it pretty really uh, emotional. Yeah. I agree. 
Because even though she was like an annoying character, like you didn't want to see her roasted alive. Oh, yeah, no, not like that. No. <laughs> Listen, I just wanted to slap her. I didn't want to. If only her head had just exploded. Right <laughs> <laughs> see, that was, more, that was more poetic, though, because that girl had a big, arrogant head. So, like, it just kind of. Holy cow. I that is so, I love it, it's more poetic. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, uh, my most brutal death is, uh, uh, yep, Leslie. Poor Leslie. I mean. Burning, yeah, I'm, No, 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 not Susie, oh, but no, Leslie. No, Leslie's face. The, the yeah, the, yeah, the girl. Only because, I mean, and, and I do agree with you guys that it would be over like that. You know, it just, you know, it, it just, she w- wouldn't feel a thing. But it's still, I mean, her head, she doesn't have a head anymore. I mean, she wouldn't be able to have an open <laughs> casket funeral or anything. She'd have to be, cre- she'd have to be cre- cremated. I mean, there's no... There, there's no open casket for her. No. I mean, granted, there might not be an open casket for Susie either because Susie was tarred. But, but I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh I just thought goodness. it was more brutal. Okay, so okay, so here's another here's another uh kind of you know funny quest funny question. Whose death scene was the most boring? Uh, Krista, we'll go to you for this one. Whose death scene was more boring? Oh, you you know, honestly, they could have done better with some of those robot kills. I mean, yeah, it would have been justifiable to see some more amazing kills, um, you know, for them. But that's all I can think of. Um, well, other than what's it? I think the uh, I can't think of the character's name, but the the one that Jay was mentioning, the woman, you know, go get me cigarettes, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his death was so quick. Mike, like, they don't really get. Yeah, okay. So it was that Mike, was played by John Trelisky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one could. They could have done. Been. Um, they could have done. Invested more into that one, I think, as well. But the robot kills. I guess it is kind of hard to do when you know <laughs> they're not human. Oh, right. So there's only so much you can do. But and they've only got so much budget to do these things. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think we know where well, that I went, that, that uh, couple of scenes there. I forget, the, earlier somebody mentioned something, and it, um, just how much they put into it was really made it stand out. It didn't feel like a B-movie in a couple of moments, like the the um, well, the, the burning scene, you know, so the stunt guy there. Yeah. And then there's another one. I can't think somebody mentioned it. Um, so that I think a lot of the budget went to. Hope, I hope it didn't go to the people in the beginning. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think they did all that as a favor to the director. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Jay, what about you? Who, what, who was the most boring death? I have to agree. Okay. I have to agree. Mike, uh, John Trelisky, when he goes to the cigarette machine, it's mm-hmm. like, ah, okay, this is. We're not, we don't really see anything. We kind of get an idea of what might be happening, but you know, all we see is him lying there in the dark later. Um, yeah. With yeah, his, it was, with I, I felt like that was, that was, 
that was that was probably the most boring part of the whole movie, actually. Yeah, yeah, I agree. My opinion, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and Nathan, how about you? What, what was the most boring death in your opinion? Well, just talking more about this, uh, Mike, you know, the Trelesky death, I thought it was interesting that the robot, after it slashed his throat, that it moved his body to hide it behind the machine. Right. See, he didn't just, he didn't drop there. The robot moved him over there. He dropped over by the doors and went to his throat. And then when the girl comes to find him, his body is completely moved and almost hidden. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought that was interesting that they had the kill bot, like... So he's pulling some some Michael Myers shit. He's... (laughs) (laughs) Right. the janitor's death that was my oh, really? most boring death it, because you know I, I it felt like that was a fill-in kill but he was electrified <laughs> <laughs> they had those great 80s visual effects where dick miller was like and yes. dick miller is so awesome I, yeah I, I, and, I'm and sorry. everything I that he was in he was awesome he stole the show Listen, Dick Miller stole the show in every movie that he was in. Every movie he was in. Oh, we're we're gonna on our next episode of our our show our podcast. We're doing Piranha, the original Piranha. I'll be He's doing three D. I'll be doing Piranha three D. Uh, in oh, about I two love or three that weeks. One too. That one is so good. It was so. Yep, in about movie. two or three weeks, I'll be doing that. That, that movie is so much fun. I remember going to see it and thinking, yeah, yeah, we'll go see this. And halfway through it, I turned to my friend. And I'm like, this is a freaking blast. That movie is so <laughs> it much It is fun. a good I saw it on Netflix, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I, I actually really no, like this movie. I saw movie. it in the theater. I actually 3D, really liked in, it. In 3D, it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Were you drunk when you watched it, Tay? No. <laughs> um, I think I got drunk during. We were at the Alamo Draft House, so I probably had a couple drinks during the movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so, okay, now we go to one of my deep questions. Just uh, right. this is one of the two. Uh, some people do regard Barbara Crampton as a screen queen. But does she deserve that title, in your opinion? Uh, Krista, we'll go to you first, because, you know, we're both women. So, you know. Oh, and, okay. you know, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> because I'm a woman. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, so I rewatched that scene. I, and you know what? I'm going to agree with that. I think she does an amazing job in that screen. Yeah. And I would say she's right up there. I'd have to look her up. With the girl from Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, um, bad. I forget the actress's name, but she goes out. She takes her glasses off. She does this whole makeover thing. Oh yeah, Maddie. Maddie. I can't yeah. think of her name. Yeah. I can't yeah, think of her real name, but yeah, that's yeah. Maddie. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's calling David, David, and she can't see anything. She loses her earrings. All this stuff happens, and then one of the, the dead bodies falls right in front of her, and the scream she makes, it doesn't even sound human. It's, it's like, how does she scream like that? So I would say Barbara's up there with her for sure. I thought she did an amazing job screaming. Uh, and, you know, I've tried to scream myself. I did a haunted house a few years ago, like probably 20 years ago. And I could not do the screaming part at all. So I ended up, like, holding up the sign. <laughs> <laughs> scream. Scream sign. But, yeah, it definitely takes some talent. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And, and, Jay, how about you? What do you think about this question? Oh. Barbara Crampton is a scream queen. She is a horror movie goddess, um, reanimator from beyond, puppet master, castle freak. And then recently, we are still here, and she was in Your Next recently. Mm-hmm. That she, yeah, that me and Nathan actually discussed Your Next. Yeah, uh, earlier this year. And the new Creepster series, she's in one of those episodes too. Barbara Crampton is a bona fide screen queen. I adore her. I follow her on on social media. Um, she's awesome. Um, and she's still acting. I think she's amazing. Yeah, she, yeah. It, she looks her beautiful. What's that? Her new movie this year is Jacob's Wife. I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen it? It's really good. It's a, it's a really good vampire movie. It looks really good. good. I, I so want to see it. I so want to see it. it. Yeah, I've heard so many good things about it. It's, it's. In fact, after we finish this, I may go watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love Barbara Crampton. She's awesome. Yes. And uh, Nathan, uh, uh, what's your opinion, sir? Well, she is definitely a scream queen. And when I met her, you know, for all the reasons Jay said, all those movies, like I own all those movies and like watched all of them and. You know, when I got to meet her, I was very excited to tell her that she was my favorite screen queen. And uh, that was uh, my mistake, I guess. (laughs) Because uh, apparently she does not like the title of screen queen. Uh, She doesn't? She's offended by it. Um, Well, you didn't mean it that way. She thinks it diminishes her acting quality and skills. See, I, I I feel bad that she feels that way because I wish she knew what it meant to us to say you're a screen queen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We're we're giving such a compliment when we say that. I wish she felt the the love and respect that we right, feel when we right. say that. Yeah, that's yeah, oh, that's too bad. Uh, it's a little awkward because the majority of the time was spent with her telling me why she doesn't like being called that. Um. Although so, oh, she was being honest with you, though, so she was, she was you know, yeah. she wasn't like, rude or anything. She was, yeah. just, you know, I just wish she would have understood like this is oh, the respect yeah. you meant. The respect, you know, fact, like, yeah. yeah. You know, like if we're gonna consider someone like Jamie Lee Curtis, who's only ever been in like four horror movies or like a, a half a dozen horror movies, to be a screen queen, you know, then Barbara Crampton certainly because her almost her entire filmography. Hello. Uh, yeah, so many it's films. horror. Yeah, so many films. Yes. Yeah, I mean she's been doing horror for forty years. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and she's still doing horror. You know, like yeah. you mentioned, yeah. Jacob's Wife is a new vampire movie, and, uh-huh. and it's like very much a throwback to like Nosferatu style vampires. Oh, um, I have to check this out. This sounds cool. Yeah, I mean it's just she's just such a force in the in the 
community. Yes, I'm yeah. so surprised that she feels that way. Um, I just, I'm, I'm so. It makes me. Sad it boggles your mind. It boggles your mind. We and, mean when we say that, you know. And, and let, let me tell you, you know, at first, I didn't think that she was a screen queen. At first, um, I. I, I guess I felt that, you know, the screen queens were the girls who not necessarily played in a lot of scary movies, uh, you know, scary movies, but who who always, you know, uh, found, Survived. yeah, found a way yeah. to, you know, over, yeah. overtake the monster in the end, yeah. or, or even a human being. But, yeah, exactly. And that's what I was, um, that's what I had wrote in my notes yeah, you know i thought the same thing. Yeah, right. yeah you know right. that <laughs> is the final girl so right. so as i watched so as i so as i watched all of barbara's movies i i, I rewatched i rewatched reanimator and i rewatched Chopping mall of course and i rewatched um your next and as so i good. did this you know uh <laughs> i mean I began to feel differently because in all of those movies, she screamed her head off. And all of the movies, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, in your next, she actually says the same thing that she said in Chopping Mall, if you guys remember. She said, um, and your next, she was like, oh, we're all going to die. And that's exactly what she said. <laughs> that's exactly what she said in Chopping Mall. So, and you so know it's not by accident. So I, so I feel differently now, and and and, and you really? know, uh, uh, they actually uh, say that Brink Stevens is a screen queen too. Now, Brink Stevens was on the um, horror movie uh, Slumber Party Massacre, Absolutely. and she died. She got killed. As a matter of fact, I think she was the second one killed. Yeah, she was the second one killed, yeah. and she screamed bloody murder. And so I'm like, okay, so yeah, that is what a scream queen is. A scream queen is somebody who screams and gets it. <laughs> you know, whereas the lie. final girl, the final girl is like Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis yes. is always the final girl. She was the final yes. girl in Prime Night, Halloween, Halloween 2, uh, The Fog, Terror Train. She was always the final girl. Whereas Barbara Crampton and Brink Stevens, you know, they didn't always queens. make it to the end. Yeah, yeah, screen queens. They they yeah. had some really yeah. good lungs. So, <laughs> so, and I think too, like screen queen just refers to like an actress that's so prolific in the horror genre. I agree. Yeah, like the title. Of I agree. I don't think they necessarily literally mean that they scream well. You know what I mean? It's it's all about uh, it's just something that they do. Movie and are they famous for being in horror movies? I think that's what it's more about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And my last question is my deep question too. How does chopping mall pertain to the Bible? And I'll go ahead and answer uh, first for this one. Uh, when I watched this fabulous classic, uh, this fabulous, fabulous horror classic, with this question in mind, all I could think of was wise decisions. Uh, was it really wise to trust robots 
and place of real cops or security guards? And was it really wise for Susie to make the decision to go save her boyfriend, quote unquote? And was it wise for uh, for them to have the party in the first thing place? You know, so uh, uh, I, I wrote in my notes, I said, I, I know they're young and, you know, youngsters are pretty dumb anyway and make dumb, uh, make dumb decisions. But then uh, with dumb decisions come consequences, you know. Uh, and one example of the consequence is um, uh, all of them dying in the end because Susie wanted to come down. I, I don't really have. I didn't really have a scripture with it. I I, I normally can find a scripture, you know, to go with what I'm talking about. But I didn't have a scripture this time. But uh, but wise decisions is in the Bible, folks. Look up Proverbs. <laughs> but um, but yeah, okay. So Krista, what uh, what's your opinion um, on how this? Shopping mall pertain to the Bible. Well, first I was like, there. I can't even associate this movie with the Bible for some reason. But then I just thought of something because I'm thinking about how the characters work together. So there's a verse in the Bible from Ecclesiastes chapter four, nine through twelve, and it says this: Two are better than one because they have oh, a good yeah. reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. So it made me think about how when they work together, like the three women are the guys that are in the elevator. You know, they were working together. You know, usually in these scary movies, you see them split. You know, let's let's split apart. It makes no sense. Yeah. But they are actually teaming up here in those instances. And it really, you know, it made a difference in that moment for them. And it was nice to see them working together because it really is important that, you know, we stick together. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And Krista drops the mic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. My gosh. Uh, Nathan, what's your opinion um, on um, if it pertains to the Bible? I mean, I don't really have anything specific, I guess, as far as the wisdom thing. Yeah. You know, if more people used wisdom, then the world would be a better place. Isn't that the truth, Nathan? (laughs) Isn't that the truth? And, uh, Jay, how how about you, honey? What do you think about Well, I don't really have a connection, but Mm -hmm. it did make me think. It's like, my opinion is... The more bizarre the premise of a movie is, the harder it is to relate it to the Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. I, I just, it's like there are killer robots in a mall. Uh, How does this relate to the Bible? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I'm having a hard time here. <laughs> That's almost like the That's almost like, well, yeah, I'm not used to getting chased by robots in a mall. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, yeah. I, I'm at a loss here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you know, that's part of Revelation. We talked about, you know, killer robots. 
pretty good. I, I, I love them. Uh, my fun fact number one is it was filmed uh, in Sherman Oaks Galleria, the same mall used in Commando, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie Commando. Oh, yeah, you guys seen cool. that? That's actually a very I good movie. Yeah. I it love is, Commando. Uh, which was made in 1985. So it's only a year before this movie was made. Well, they uh, have to close that mall for some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to film at night, they said. They had to film yeah. at night oh. when it wasn't open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, most notably, when near the elevator, she could really see it. You know, yes. it, it's really <laughs> noticeable. Uh, both films would have been filmed around the same time. But due to budget constraints, this movie had to be filmed after a close of business. Uh, my fun fact it's number fitting. two. Huh? Yeah, it works. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it works for the scenario. Yeah, yeah it does. It works. Yeah. You're right. It really did. Uh, my fun fact number two is the movie was, uh, and we talked about this, the movie was originally released in March 1986, under the title Killbots. It performed poorly, and the producers felt the movie's title turned off audiences who might think, based on the, who might think, based on the original movie poster, that it was a Transformers like children's cartoon instead of a violent exploitation movie. After some time, after some time, the movie was re-released to theaters under Chopping Mall with over 15 yeah. minutes set. But, but nobody got chopped. There was no chopping. There's no chopping, There's no chopping at all. all. No chopping whatsoever. During the <laughs> But that is so... I couldn't have like a knife and be like... Or like a well, it's so Roger Corman, that's so exploitation movie. Get, get those butts in the seats no matter how. And then whatever the movie is, they'll see the movie. But, you know, it's like, just get those people in the theater. That's all you can do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, back then they had, you know, what, a trailer on TV and yes. a picture and newspaper and that's it. Radio spots and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was no, like, you know. We had no internet. Yep. Exclusive clips or behind the scenes. Or, <laughs> right. Yeah. They get the one trailer on TV and that's it. Yeah, that's it. They weren't making three trailers for movies like that. No, <laughs> no. Dude, no budget. Not no at budget. all. Yeah, they're lucky if they got one on there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, my fun fact number three is uh, Kelly Maroney did all of her own stunts. And it, it, kudos to her for doing that. And, uh, yeah, she did great. And I also wrote this down. Uh, 
it's not a fun fact that the IMDb broke down, but I wrote this down. I said, as did Barbara Crampton, as she did all of her own screaming and whining. (laughs) (laughs) Scream queen. She's usually, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with that completely. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I actually thought that she did really good in your next, too. I mean, I, I I thought she did. I kind of actually wish that she would have lived in your next to actually beat her sons behind. That would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> but they wanted to make that final girl the final girl, I guess, you know. But that would have been that would have been cool if she like popped out at the last minute and, and, and knocked his ass out. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I like Jacob's wife though because she's like the lead. She 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 isn't quickly dispatched. She, she's the lead. Like the uh-huh. movie is about. Oh, her. I have to see this. I yeah. love her. Yeah, I, I can yeah, tell from the previews that I saw. I went okay. to YouTube and saw the previews of Jacob's Wife, and I said, oh, oh. my gosh, I'm going to have to get this movie. I mean, I'm going to have to see. It quite a while that she's, like, the main character. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool. I'm going to have to watch this tonight, I think, when we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I telling you, from the trailer. If anybody wants to get it on Voodoo, you can go on Voodoo and purchase it for, like, six bucks or something. I was going to say, I think you can rent it on Prime, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I read it there. I just bought it on Voodoo, and so I own a digital copy of it now. It's, it's just that's a block. That's what I usually do, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, four more dollars and I can own it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if it would have come out on video, I would have bought it on Blu-ray. But yeah. as of right now, it's only digital. So. Okay. Oh, okay. But okay. if you're a fan of hers, then this movie is I am. for you. It's 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 in my future definitely. Yeah. And my fun fact number four is um, Steve Mitchell, which is the writer, uh, says they wrote up the story in 24 hours and sent it to Julie Corman, who is the producer. Uh, Vestron, yeah, Roger Corman's wife. Yes, yes. Vestron yes. uh, <laughs> gave their approval within a week. Despite lack of a script, the script took around four or five weeks to write. Wow. Mm-hmm. And my last fun fact is at least two different versions of the film exist. The TV cut has some extra footage, such as um, a small homage to Attack of the Crab Monsters, which was made in 1957. Um, extended the movie they're watching in, when they're watching that black and white movie on the TV. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Extended scenes of Allison and Ferdy watching uh, watching TV. Uh, some aerial shots and an extension of one of the Ferdy Allison scenes, but no official source um, offers this version. Oh, okay. How they're doing that for TV though, because there was a lot of f bombs and, and boobies in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, when it came on USA, of course, um, they had you know omitted all of that. Of course, they didn't. Of course they had to. Yeah, yeah, they didn't they had to. show any nudity or anything like that. Like my devices, though, like like the whole way that that girl gets her boyfriend to buy her cigarettes and she shows off her tatas. 
ways of zooming in on the on the person's face is like so they could like cut that out yeah. like above like from here. Yeah, yeah so from here it's about here. TV. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. they have the pan and scan VHSs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which just give me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> and now we move on to the cast of crew that has passed on. This is always my sad part. Uh, Paul Bartel, uh, who plays yeah. Paul Blinn in the movie, um, he passed away on May 13, 2000. He died of a heart attack uh, two weeks after uh, liver cancer surgery, and he was 61 years old. That's how old I am. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yikes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Angela Ames. Uh, Angela Ames, she plays Miss Vanders. She died on November 27th, 1988. Um, the coroner ruled that her death was a result of a deterioration of the heart muscle. Um, probably caused by a virus, and she was only 32 years old. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah. Wow. Wow, that is yeah. sad. And of course, our guy Dick Miller, who plays Walter Paisley, he passed Yay, away. Mr. Yes, the legend. Uh, he the passed legend. away on January 30th, 2019, of a heart attack uh, while being treated for pneumonia. And he was, uh, I, I think he was 90. He was either 90 or 91, I forget which. Yeah, he lived He lived a long, oh, he lived a long life. great yeah. life. I'm just, happy, I'm just happy for Dick Miller that he didn't have to live through the pandemic. Right. You know, like he passed away like right before it started. That's like, yeah. He didn't have to deal with it. And, and bless him, Perfect. you know, just bless him. Yeah, That's that. Yeah. he deserves that. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I agree. To be 90 years old and have to. Yeah. 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 It's interesting how are those all the deaths? Uh no. Uh I have um Lawrence Rory Guy here. He plays Dr. Carrington. He died of prostate cancer on January the ninth at the ripe old age. Yeah, at the ripe old age of eighty nine. So he was you know, Okay, he lived a long time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Mel Wells, he played the cook. Uh, he died on August nineteenth, two thousand five. And then some of the crew passed away too. Uh, George E. Malberg, who was the sound mixer, uh, the second unit sound mixer, he died on April second, two thousand eleven, and he was fifty six. And then there was. What about the guy, about the guy with the mustache that was asking for more butter? Uh, <laughs> you know what? They did not. <laughs> they did not have him on there. Had like five trays of food in front of him, and he was like stuffing his mouth. And he's like, "Quicker, bring more butter." You mean, you mean, babe? It, it is babe, isn't it? <laughs> babe. It's babe, right? It is babe, isn't it? Sadly, he died a week after production because he got more butter. <laughs> he got too much butter. I'm sure. Much butter. 
you know, I ask a question on my group page for, you know, groupers reactions. Uh, uh, this week, I asked them, who was your favorite character on Talking Mom? <laughs> and both of them said the robots. <laughs> Christy S. Kumora says, Christy S. Kumora if said. I couldn't pick Dick Miller, I would pick the robots. <laughs> okay, I agree. Christy S. said, the robots. I mean, they are so polite. What other uh, what have other nice killer day. in a movie tells you to have a nice day after That's threatening right. or murdering you? That was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that came back full circle, too, and the girl, like, blows him up in the paint shop, and then she's like, have a nice day. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> that was the Remember, most, yes. That off. <laughs> yes. That was another great quote of mine. After that, it is, babe. Earlier, when she when she's the only one that that is able to shoot the gun to to blow up the tanks, Dad's a marine. She just throws it off. Yeah, Dad's a marine. (laughs) And uh, Allison Stonewell, she says, "I'm gonna have to go with the robots or Allison. Everyone else just kind of deserved their fate." Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for that one chick whose head got the biggest pop. Yeah, no, she was pretty annoying. She's pretty annoying. I just got to agree with you. <laughs> pretty annoying, yeah. And the robot killed her boyfriend because he was smacking his gum too loud. Oh, for real? <laughs> or like, oh, I wanted to smack the gong out of his mouth. I'm not playing. Oh, I am not, not playing. I wanted to. Oh, oh just I have a thing about that anyway. Just saying. I'm just. I got a thing about people smacking their gum. You know, and it's like, oh lordy, he's not gonna stop. It's a, he's making it a I character mean, choice. That. You know, <laughs> like, like he got out of the bed with his girlfriend or whatever, and, like, and he has gum in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, fine. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, bad form, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, everybody, <laughs> on that note, we have come to the end of my podcast. Um, but I do want to mention, um, I, did you guys know that I now have a Facebook page? Horror Movie Warriors have a thing. Not the, just the yeah. group, but the page. I have oh, a... I yes. No, that's awesome. Yes, I have a Horror Movie Warriors page. I, I've not been on it much for the past two weeks, but it's only been up for like a month. Uh, maybe two, but definitely a month. Uh, and next week, I'm going to start, you know, uh, I'm going to start posting stuff on it, of course, you know, the mm-hmm. link the links to the, you know, podcast and everything like that. And, um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm coming on, uh, the Horror Movie Warriors is coming on up, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying. I, I also right. have, I also have um, uh, uh, business cards made too. So oh, I, I've been, right. yes, I've been giving right. those out and everything like that. So, and yeah. Latrice, since you mentioned Stranger Things a couple times, I want to show you guys. Oh, my gosh. That is so cute. I love Stranger Things. 
I now love listening can't see it, but she has an adorable t-shirt on. <laughs> yes, he did, listeners. Yes, he did. Uh, but so cute. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have to get that t-shirt. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and um, also, I do have uh, a PayPal account. If you guys want to go ahead and tip me, listeners, and even you guys, guests. If you guys want to tip me, um, nothing is too big, nothing is too small. I accept anything. <laughs> um, I, um, but you can find me on the um, PayPal at um, CarterLatrice126 at gmail.com. Again, guys, that's CarterLatrice126 at gmail.com. And also, um, speaking of my group page, please come join us. We are at 631 members now. And uh, when I reach seven, when I reach seven hundred members, three lucky random uh, members will receive a prize. So, cool. yes, come join us. Uh, and well, that's all she wrote, guys. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Nathan Dilla and and uh, Krista and Jay. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank so much you. fun. So much fun talking to y'all. Yes, we had so much fun. I, I knew it was going to be fun discussing Shopping oh, Mall. Yeah. Because Shopping Mall is just such a fun movie. Now, <laughs> next week, I will be discussing another 80s flick. Uh, or was it? It might have been made in the 90s. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look it up. But next week, I will be discussing Fright Night 2. The original Fright Night 2. Uh, mind you, not that horrific reboot. The better one. Yeah, there was a remake. <laughs> I, I And you all know how I feel about remakes. No. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, <laughs> but Friday Night, Night 2, uh, I will be discussing that with my admins, my group admins. Uh, so, Matt Latz, Ingrid Hubert, uh, Allison Stonewell, um, Tommy West, uh, Constance Goodrich will all be on on my podcast wow. next week. That'll be fun. Yes, 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 yes. So I I, I can't wait for that. But until until next week, guys. This has been Latrice Carter, Nathan Dilla, Krista Wagner, and Jay Bullington, and we will see you guys later. Have a great night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>